Hello, everybody. This is Brian Holm, and welcome to the Good Fight Podcast for Season 4 for the year of 2024. If you had been a uh, regular listener or follower of uh, this podcast that Denver Ekman and I started about four years ago, uh, you'll know it's kind of been a while since we have, uh, have spoken to you. So we were glad to be back. Uh, it's uh, 2024, finally. We've been anticipating this year for a long time. And uh, the stakes are very high and lots is going on. So just want to kind of follow up with you. I'm here by myself today. Uh, Denver sends his greetings, uh, but he is busy at school at Southern Utah University. He's uh, doing his student teaching in high school geography and psychology. And he graduates at the end of April. So he's praying for uh, God's uh, direction in what, uh, where a teaching job might uh, be for him, likely there where he is in Utah or back here in Southern California. Uh, where his home and family is. So we are looking forward to seeing how God answers that prayer. And uh, we miss you today in the, on this thing, Denver, and uh, look forward to having you back. But uh, this is Brian Holm. And the thing that's prompting me uh, to speak today is just that uh, the title of the episode, Gotta Speak Out. <laughs> uh, we've been looking forward to 2024, thinking, okay, 2024, it's a big year, the big election, lots going on, and, and it's going to be really important to get involved. And here it is almost March already. And uh, so if uh, we're going to speak out, it's probably time to do so. So that's uh, that's why I'm here. So just to remind you of the purpose of our uh, podcast here, just to inform and empower truth seekers to take their place in the good fight. So that assumes several things. First of all, that uh, there's such a thing as truth and that there is some kind of fight going on. And we know that the perennial fight is between good and evil. And we are seeing some of those things coming down here in 2024. So just want to give you a little background today. Just going to scratch the surface a little bit, get us uh, wading in the pond again. And next time, hopefully next week, we'll be able to uh, fill in some more things and some more details. So just a little bit of background in terms of uh, what uh, makes me want to speak today. Um, is that back in 2020, I spoke out on social media for the first time regarding the election and culturally related matters. So a few people listened. Uh, it was the time of the COVID craziness, the, the Floyd riots and the BLM, mostly peaceful protests, uh, the 2020 election and all the controversy surrounding that, January 6th, uh, etc. And uh, I was glad. I felt good about what I said. Some people listened, but uh, I, I also experienced some, some mild cancellation for the first time and people kind of uh, coming against me and, and attacking me personally and my motives uh, for what I said. Now, in, in the big picture of what's going on uh, for uh, many notable peoples and people and pastors and things like that, it's absolutely nothing. But it was enough uh, to encourage uh, kind of a people pleaser like myself to, to self-censor and kind of go back to the books, uh, go back underground and, and work even harder at trying to make the message a little bit more palatable to the, the people that had, uh, had complained personally and kind of blaming it all on myself. But uh, that self-censorship, I think, is really uh, can be a trap. And I've, I've learned a few things since then. And uh, hopefully I can practice those and and uh, speak out clearly in this time because uh, time is marching on whether I speak or not. But I know that uh, I, I'm speaking now because I think I'll regret it uh, later on if I don't. 
So that was 2020. So in 2022, I figured kind of like I did back in 2012 before Barack Obama's second um, uh Second reelection, that uh, that 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 reasonable people they would sure see they would surely see the blessings of our country and uh, the advisability of a conservative course forward, um, um, and then um, that didn't happen. That red wave did not happen. It was barely a trickle, if anything. Now there were some significant things that happened. Yeah, like DeSantis being reelected, but. Uh, that red wave that we thought was inevitable, that that surely with all of the crazy craziness over COVID, uh, the things that had gone downhill so quickly uh, on purpose as a result of the Biden administration, surely people would, would stand up and vote and have some change. Lots of potential, but it didn't happen. So now it's 2024. I want I I would love to just sit back, relax, live my life, enjoy retirement, ignore the news, spend my children's inheritance, all those things you're supposed to do in retirement, right? Uh, but things keep getting worse and worse. Uh, there, I, I have to conclude there there is a war on, and praise God, it's not a shooting war yet here in our country. But the things keep getting worse and worse. It's a war of ideas, and and all of us are combatants, whether we like it or not, and whether we know it or not. Uh, and then there's the matter of my grandchildren's future. Uh, so things would be very different if I didn't have grandchildren and I wasn't thinking about their future, because they're going to be the ones that suffer uh, the most if God tarries and and uh, and and doesn't come back before then. But they will be the ones to suffer the the consequences. Uh, and the fallout of this war, if things don't go uh, the way that I that we feel from a biblical uh, perspective uh, and from a common sense perspective, need to. So I just wanted to lay out what what my priorities are going forward. I want anybody and everyone to listen. Uh, I'm doing this just to kind of work out my own stuff, but I think there's a lot of fellow travelers out there that are going along right along with me. Uh, whether you're a Christ follower at this point or not, I think that a lot of us, if we have eyes and ears to see, and if we are kind of taking the temperature of what's going on, see, there's a lot of stuff to be concerned about. So here, here are my priorities. Priority one, always, and I think Denver and I have been very clear in this, that I'm going to speak of Christ and his power to save us as individuals from sin. Uh, to anyone who would receive him, he gave the power to have eternal life. Uh, John three sixteen. He is our only eternal hope. That's the only thing we're going to be able to take into eternity, and we want for everybody to to have that opportunity to respond positively to the gospel, to have Jesus save them and have eternal life with him. Uh, now, uh, there are lots of different opinions out there about that. Uh, and so as as we share that main thing, I also number priority number two is to make the case for how connecting uh, pr the protection of our country and culture are purposely and inseparably connected to that gospel message. Let me say that again. They're purposely connected and they're inseparably connected. Now, I want to say again, the, the, the gospel and that eternal life, it's the main thing and our only hope. But downhill from there, downstream from that uh, flows how we're going to protect our culture and our country for the sake of our grandchildren and for the sake of, uh, of all, all, all the other uh, people that really matter. So I'm going to try to make a case to connect those things. 
Okay, and and as Christian believers, our politics have got to flow downhill from our theology, and that's what I'm attempting to do. Here's priority three: to make a case for a conservative course going forward, especially in this election cycle. And here are some of the subgroups that I want to make that case to. I want to try to make it to non-Christians, non-believers, okay, or 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 members of different faiths, different faith uh, things. Uh, who are nevertheless concerned about the course the country's taking. Uh, I want to make that case because no matter what the source of those things, the principles that are there, that Judeo-Christian worldview or, uh, or, or common sense or common law or the, the traditional way of looking at things, traditional morality, um, uh, the, there's a reason that those things work for human flourishing and they, they've they always been that way and they're always going to be that way. I want to make the case for that going forward. The second group I want to make that case for a conservative course going forth is to Christian believers who are reticent to vote uh, in a conservative way, either because they're, they're not aware really of what the issues are, what's at stake. They have bad information and advice or, uh, or counsel, uh, or, or just are, uh, are, are, are confused about that. Okay. The third group I want to make the case for is to Christian pastors who are reticent to connect what I perceive are clear dots between a biblical worldview and this conservative course. They're politically agnostic. And I want to make the case that that agnosticism is really playing in uh, into the playbook of the left, and that uh, I I would much rather have a a pastor instead of just saying, "Oh, we don't talk about politics here; we just talk about the gospel." Well, it 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 all concerns the gospel underneath it. I'd rather have a pastor go completely woke and talk about the leftist agenda and all the goodness of that than saying, oh, it really doesn't matter. And we don't, and we don't connect that there. So I want to make that case to Christian pastors. Uh, okay, here's my fourth priority. I want to speak as little as possible uh, while identifying uh, people and materials uh, for your consideration uh, they are much better at doing the speaking and can speak uh, on issues that are important to all of us there. So I do a lot of thinking and praying and listening, and I want to try to distill that so that you can be the best informed that you uh, can possibly be, uh, maybe without having to take so much time if you have, have don't have as much time or as much interest or passion in this part of it uh, as I do. My next priority is I want to do this with confidence, joy, positivity, and hope. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be a get-off-my-lawn kind of person uh, because with Christ as my ultimate hope and his glory and eternal life with him, for me, this is as bad as it's ever going to get. And for us that know Christ, it's as bad as it's ever going to get. And yet for those outside of Christ, this is as good as it's ever going to get. And so uh, we want you to realize that, that, that uh, with God's help, uh, that I want to have minimal regrets for what I say and what I don't say. I want to leave you with priorities that uh, the one of the podcasters that I really like, Elisa Childers, that I'll commend to you. Uh, she says that we want to, going forward, we want to have a sound mind, a soft heart, and a thick skin. Now, we don't have soft heads. <laughs> we want to have soft hearts. And the, and for the again, for this people pleaser, I need to develop a thick skin and not worry about uh, if people come against me. In fact, Jesus said, people are, if people 
hate him, then if I'm certain things about him, I'm reflecting, they're going to hate me. And so I've got to be ready for that. And I'm trying to be less afraid of that than I have been um, in the past. Okay, next thing, who I'm hoping is going to listen. Okay, first of all, I'm hoping that anybody uh, who's concerned about the direction of our country and our culture and wants to seek for positive solutions. Okay, uh, if you look around, I don't know how you can't be really concerned about some of the stuff that's happening. And it's, it's a lot easier for people to kind of stick their head in the sand and be ignorant. I'm right there with you. I'd love to be doing that. But there are same principles and common sense that I talked about that we can all agree upon that will help us going forward. Okay, another group I'm hoping will listen is anyone who's seen what's going on and wondering, what can I do? I hear that from a lot of people. I know, I'm really concerned, but what do I do? There's so much, it seems so overwhelming. Well, I'm right there with you, so let's explore that together. The result of my speaking today is part of my trying to answer that. And so I'm for, I'm putting my own thoughts down, both in writing and here in this podcast, and if you're interested in that, let's keep exploring that together because I think there's a good answer to that for every single one of us. Uh, God has a place for us and, and he has a voice for us and has a sphere of influence for us. So let's let's see. It's, it's different for all of us and how beautiful that is. Okay, another group I'm hoping to listen is Christian believers who are on the fence regarding which way to vote or even whether to vote or not. It, this really matters. This is not something that we can be agnostic about, okay? That everybody encourage you, especially if you're not registered, register and then everybody vote your values. Another group, two more groups that I want to listen. Christian believers who believe that this non-conservative path, and I, I so despise the term progressive. I hate to you know, even glorify that term by mentioning it. But whatever you want to call that, I probably will say a, a more left-leaning path is better. If you think that that's better or you don't believe there's really much difference, then keep listening. Okay, That if you're really a person of goodwill and if you really want to come up with positive solutions, let's talk about what's the best thing for right now. Uh, and I'm, I, I want to do that. I long for good conversations with people about what to do about this time. And then finally, I want anybody to listen, anybody that wants to think seriously and talk productively about the many issues that face us. <laughs> Flip side of that coin is like, well, who might be better that, that didn't listen or might, might just not be productive? Okay, well, if, if you're fully invested in that non-conservative path, and I think I will call it a, 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 a left-leaning path uh, that's the opposite of this conservative course that I'm leaving. Okay, in other words, the Democratic Party versus the Republican Party for better or for worse. I don't even like that distinction um, because there's problems with both parties. But Part of what I'm, I want to say is that they're not equal problems. And for me, especially from a biblical worldview, I feel like they're, they're, it's not even close, which is the better path forward for us right now. Okay. And the second group that's, that's, uh, in, that, that probably won't be productive. Listen, if you insist on, on emoting before you think, uh, then I, I think that, that the, trying to come up with any common ground is useless. So we'll talk more about that. And, and uh, certainly feelings have their, uh, their, their place and we want to be compassionate towards everybody. 
but we have got to think, we've got to look and, and ferret out the truth and act upon that very clear. Okay, I'm just about done here for today, but I just want to listen. I want, want to list some of the things that are on my mind for some future episodes. I think next week or next time, I'd like to define what is the nature of the battle and that the enemy that confronts us. How, how do we convince ourselves and how do we try to convince others that there truly is a war on, that war of ideas, that war of worldviews, really, uh, that's confronting us really on, on every level. And so there's some good materials I'd like to contend to you. So I've got that one pretty well in line. Another one I'd like to talk about is how how we unite with kind of fellow travelers and like-minded people, even though we don't all agree on everything, even theologically. Okay, that we need to have as big a tent as possible, and and we can't expect that all of us are going to all agree on everything. And how how do I get along and and talk and discuss with people that I don't agree on? What are things that that we need to agree to disagree on, or if we need to find a middle ground on, or something like that? There are things that we can do that with, and there are things that we can't do that. But let's face it, everybody. In November, we're going to have two choices. It's going to be one or the other. And so we can't be so busy kind of contemplating our navels and thinking about how many angels can fit on the head of a pin, so to speak, that we don't realize, okay, I got to choose one or the other. Which is it going to be? So how how we do that? Uh, another one I want to explore is how, how as individuals we can identify what we what our job is for the war effort. Okay, are we going to be out on the front line shooting bullets? Are we going to be in the trucks delivering the bullets to the front line? Or are we going to be way back on the home front mining the metal to make the bullets or working for the bullet manufacturer? Or you get my point. So th- all of that is a place. All of that is important. And all of us have a place in that. So uh, how can we figure that out? And how can we make sure that we occupy our place, that we do that with all our might, and then be satisfied with that? And I think that's one of the things motivating me. I, I'm, I'm restless. I want to be satisfied. I want to trust God because all of this is in, in his control. But I want to trust him and I, I want to do my best. And then at the end of the day, be satisfied and trust him. He'll raise up other people that aren't gifted to do what I'm doing at and that I won't try to do stuff that I'm not really gifted for and waste my effort. So just to decide to that, if you can give me feedback as to the, as whether this is useful or not, or what's useful, how it could be more useful, that would be very uh, helpful uh, to me, Help, very helpful feedback. Okay. Um, and then the last one uh, that uh, I have in mind, just for this short list I made for the podcast, is what should be our approach to some of these the social issues? Um and the first two hot button ones are abortion, sexuality, and marriage. Okay, that that they those those subjects seem very clear biblically, but there there's a lot of considerable variation, and I'll use that term variation, uh, uh, even amongst conservatives on some of this stuff. Now the left is trying to use this as a wedge to divide us. Uh, and we can't be unaware of that scheme, and we've got to be proactive in fighting it. So how do we figure out or what our values are personally and in our own faith tradition, uh, what's our position? And then in terms of a nation that's very divided on some of these ways, uh, how can we uh, you know, figure out what's 
tolerable to us or what before God that we can that we can uh, put forth on this uh, so that we're not divided and we don't take uh, uh, extreme positions uh, that, that we don't let our positions personally uh, keep us from letting the big picture play out. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, I want to. I don't want to say any more because I don't want to misspeak. But but I think there's a lot. It's a difference from where we feel that our own personal things, uh, our own personal position on things is, and what we think is the uh, the practical thing on a national level, and then uh, that we can espouse and and have uh, the best chance of winning for the big picture. All right, so I'm going to end this uh, this particular episode. Uh, I thank you for for reading or listening. I'm I'm going to publish the outline to this in case reading something is is a better way than listening. I'm not editing it too carefully, just so you'll know. But I'm going to put that in the email and try to put it up on some of the social media. Uh, but I'd really appreciate some feedback. Uh, send me a um, an email at. Um, uh, goodfight71 at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, as to what's helpful, suggestions, thing, topics you'd like to discuss, um, just anything that you might feel would be, uh, would be good. So that would be uh, very helpful to me. So uh, with God as my help and witness, I'm speaking as I feel led. Uh, I'm right there with you in, in asking what my place is in, in that good fight, that good fight of the faith and that good fight to help preserve and, and improve the blessing that America has been uh, for uh, its citizens and for the world and how to speak to some of these very grave issues that we say. So um, may, we, may we all speak and serve in that capacity faithfully. I'd like to read a verse of scripture, a couple verses that come from 2 Corinthians 4, the New Living Translation. Um, uh, but it talks about uh, about why we speak. So uh, I'm going to read those verses. It's uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 13 and 14. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit, and as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. So on behalf of Denver and myself, thanks for reading or listening. Uh, for us, it's about bringing God uh, glory and for about trying to uh, spread his grace, both his grace to those who, who believe in Jesus personally and his common grace of uh, letting the rain fall on everybody, no matter what they believe, but spreading that around. So once again, email us at goodfight71 at gmail.com. And uh, please feel free to forward this on to anyone uh, you think might be interested. God bless you. And let's keep up the good fight. Goodbye. Thank you.